Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's 2 p.m. in Memphis. Giannato and Jeffrey time. Get off the fence. Live on Memphis's sports station. 92.9 FM ESPN. Welcome to the Giannotto and Jeffrey Show. We're coming to you live from Memphis, Tennessee. My name is Jeffrey Wright. You can follow me on Twitter at jwright929ESPN. Dennis Fuller's producer of the program for us. Glad that he is with us. Sitting across from me is the Commercial Appeals lead sports columnist. The lead sports columnist, the number one sports section in the state of Tennessee. Top three sports columnists in the state of Tennessee. Barely. Tied for eighth. Best sports columnist in the United States of America. He's on Twitter at MGNato. Mark, good day, sir. Another day close to the weekend, Jeffrey. Boy, is it, do you consider this the start of the weekend now, officially? I know it's the Football start of the season. Sports basically, weekend. Thursday becomes the start of the weekend. Yeah. Okay. So we're, we're all, we, we made it. Unfortunately, though, for me, it's we got back to back Nashville trips for the Owls. Mm. So there's always the. Normally, like when you make it to Friday, you can, you feel like you you you're already home. And when you still got that back and forth drive, not for me. Mm, well, you got that for tomorrow, but uh, you got the tasting menu today to mm. get you through it. It's I I love Thursdays. Yeah, I really have grown to love it. You're right. It just sets the agenda. You know, it's it's nice to have a game plan. It's nice to have a game plan. No, it's just yeah, it's nice to have football back. You know, mm-hmm. streaming. Done with the streaming for a little while. Well, well, I guess technically you're not done with the streaming. You got to put on Amazon tonight or Prime. But Tuesday and Wednesday this week, like, did you, I don't know if you're like me because you might have had other oblos. I'm just like scrolling through looking for the football. Where mm. where's the football? I'm on the guide. Like, where, where's the football? Watched it. Guess what? The Giants still beat the Arizona Cardinals last night. <laughs> Came back all the way back. Still yeah, I can't happy. believe you watch film. I can't believe you watch film. Mark, you got to trust your eyes sometimes. <laughs> you got to test yourself. Was I was my initial reaction correct? Oh man. Well, we uh we got the tasting menu coming up here in a second to start today's show uh where we will determine what is going to be on Jeffrey's TVs this weekend. It's a huge college football weekend. Week 3 of total football, right? Week 3 total football. Yes. Week 3 total football. Um, Best college football weekend in a very long time. Yes, yeah, some huge matchups, and then obviously 
Jeffrey complained about the NFL slate, but the, the beauty of the NFL is eh, the matchups. Just because, like you, the matchups sometimes matchups you don't expect to be any good end up being good just because it's pros playing against each other. Yeah, but we also have like these like, and it's early enough that you're not quite sure who's bad and who's good yet. There's a couple you know are bad, and there's a couple who you know are good, but there's not a ton that you know. De- like even like the Giants, you know, like they're probably bad tonight because they don't have Saquon Barkley. But I think I, I my suspicion on the Giants has been pretty much like the Cardinals. Everyone thought they were going to be bad, but they're they are the Cardinals are zero and two, just as we but expect. They're feisty, exactly. They've been you know they have what a combined loss. Two losses of seven points, right? Didn't y'all get them by four and we got them by three? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But it's – NFL has a way of delivering no matter who's playing each other. Well, we've got some, like, other NFL storylines, like Justin Fields now mm-hmm. going to Arrowhead after yeah. lighting his coaches on fire. Sean Payton saying they're having to simplify the offense. I do like how all the complaints that you heard about Russell Wilson, like, remember not wanting to wear the wristband, like, all this. Mm-hmm. Sean Payton has basically just gone back to, like, I'm going to do everything that uh, everything that they wouldn't do last year. Yeah. No, well, it's, ultimately, they brought – the problem last year was Russell Wilson was the most powerful person in the organization. Yes. He is no longer the was, most powerful person in the organization. Well, sorry. He was the most powerful person in the organization. He was horrible. Yes. Like, you can be Aaron Rodgers – like yeah. you can have all the power and run your own offense, whatnot. You got to be good. Yeah, no, that's fair. So we'll do the tasting menu in a sec. Two forty or so. Eric Hasseltine, the uh, voice of the Memphis Grizzlies, will join us. We'll try to figure out if he's planning to move to Nashville. Yeah, he's going to move to Nashville. Uh, Evan Turner apparently wants to uh, move the Memphis Grizzlies to Nashville. Uh, he said this on JJ Reddick's podcast, I guess, this week. Um, listen, there's nothing better. There's nothing more I enjoy or look forward to than bashing someone from Ohio State. So like I'm all I'm all in on this one. That podcast though was like a bingo card for everything that I hate about the NBA. It's number one, JJ's apartments in Brooklyn. Mm, okay, yeah. Normally like they'll have a glass of wine, mm-hmm. but I don't think I didn't see any wine in that clip. But you had Iguodala who. Apparently, we have to add to the. We're gonna have to add to his titles. Yes. Uh, so apparently, they're the. the the topic was where would you want to see an NBA team that doesn't have one now, aside from Seattle? And Evan Turner didn't really answer the question because, to be fair to JJ Redick, he was not asking for them to move Correct. teams. He was just asking them to name a city that should get a team. Correct. And Evan Turner went with moving the Memphis Grizzlies yes. to Nashville, but then Iguodala, uh, as a prem, you know, to to kind of frame his answer asked is this pre fast jets and then Man. he went then he went into explaining that you know we're about to get we're about to get fa- you know the technology mm. is about to improve on these jets like you know back in the day we had the concord now we're going to have yeah. whatever whatever they call the super concord you know where you can get places really quickly um yeah, or, or quicker than now and so now i think because you know he knows about all this jeffrey mm. and he had to make sure you knew about it andre guadala did Aviation expert, in addition to entrepreneur, yes. philosopher, yes. author, um, wine, basketball wine player, owner. wine connoisseur, yeah. um, you know, NBA Finals MVP, to be fair, luckily. Yeah, because we couldn't give it to LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, uh, yeah, and so Evan uh, Evan Barnes, we'll, we'll see if we'll see if Eric uh, Eric is planning his uh, plans to Nashville. I, 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 I suspect he's 
rock solid here in Memphis. But we'll get his thoughts at 240 or so. 3 o'clock, we will get into the list. Um, Urban Meyer said something that kind of got on my nerves, mm. Jeffrey, about uh, Michigan and Georgia's schedule ah. in non-conference this year. Um, so I want to. I, I I need to go after Herb. Sp- speaking of other blowhards that uh, oftentimes pontificate without information. Yeah, we also got an update from Travis Kelsey on his dating life with mm. Pat McAfee today. Um, the Bears' defensive coordinator, the mystery beyond him, behind him abruptly resigning as defensive coordinator. Hell of a day to be on the Bears beat yesterday. Yep. You get the Justin Fields stuff where he calls out his coaches then comes back and retracts calling out his coaches. And then, boom, defensive coordinator suddenly resigns. Oh, and there's also a bunch of uh, a huge internet conspiracy mm. uh, playing out in terms of why he abruptly resigned, and we're not quite sure what's true and what's not true. Hell of a day to be on the Bears beat. Yes. Um, and then Rafael Nadal talked about Novak Djokovic. I don't know if you're, I don't know if you're okay, you're I, okay I, talking about I, it. I ignored it. All right, well, we'll – We'll see. And then Jason Smith will join us at 3.30 or so. Talk about that Memphis-Missouri game on Saturday. Uh, 3-0 and Tigers versus 3-0 and Tigers in St. Louis. Um, so lots and lots to get to. But let's start with the tasting menu. Jeffrey, tonight we mentioned it. You've got Giants, Niners, Niners yeah. um, on Prime. Okay. Traditional mat, nice traditional matchup. Like Giants, I feel like there's a lot of history between the Niners and Giants over the years. Uh, the Giants beat the Niners to go. Giants, Giants, the Giants, Niners. I believe is the game that took out Joe Montana, right? Yeah, well said, Leonard that, Marshall. Right? Wasn't it Leonard Marshall who took him out? The year the Giants, the year the Giants didn't have a I'm deep, wrong about that. They didn't have a deep snapper, and mm-hmm. remember that was like the. The field goal at the end where it was a bad snap and uh, it should have been pass interference. Nothing was called. Like, they tackled the guy that was technically eligible. There was that. Uh, the Giants beat the Niners to go to the second Super Bowl with Eli. Mm-hmm. That was a game where I think Eli got hit 13 times. Mm. Um, that was a fun one. Good uniform game. The problem is... Uh, the problem with tonight is... The Giants, without Saquon, their offensive production is goes in the tank. Mm-hmm. I hope everyone's sitting down for that. And secondly, the Giants don't have their starting left tackle against the 49ers. Mm. Then, let's flip to the other side of the football. The Giants have had to blitz at an alarming rate. Now, with Wink Martindale, like... You, That's what happens. He's just Wink... Wink's never if you're hiring Wink Martindale, Mark, Martindale that's what you're hiring Wink, him to do. Wink Martindale is to the NFL what Todd Grantham is to college football. He's never seen a blitz that couldn't work. Mm-hmm. Like, and doesn't, like, why Why would you not blitz? You can blitz every play, you should blitz every play. That's, that's how Wink operates. The problem is we're blitzing all the time, and we're not actually getting pressure. So leaving a lot of Niners in man coverage wide open it just screams to me it's just not going to be a competitive game. Mm, okay. Um, in uh, college football, Georgia State at Coastal Carolina is your 630 ESPN game. A little fun belt? A little fun uh, belt? This should be on a Tuesday. Let's yeah, be real. Yeah, that's not a good Thursday game. And then on Fox, uh, you can watch Orioles-Indians. Uh, on that Guardians. Show. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Guardians. Come You're on. Correct. No, I, uh, Orioles-Guardians. 
Baltimore, Cleveland on Fox. Is this a baseball weekend? We're getting down the stretch. I know the cards aren't in it. Like, will you? I know it's a huge college football weekend, but will you at all? No. Entertain any baseball. Well, this the problem weekend? is, what are the good races? So we have the AL wild card race is a good race. Yeah, like Toronto, Seattle, Texas. That that race for that last wild card spot is good. The AL West race, which also ties into that, still good. Yes. Has everything else been decided? How close is the East right now? Because haven't the Orioles basically... Well, like the, the Diamondbacks are a game and a half up. Oh, excuse me. Hold on. That's wild card. Yeah, that's wild card. Because the Dodgers, the, the Doyers are like well out in front. There's four wild card teams in every division now? Three. Three? Okay, yeah. So they're probably right. tied. You're probably looking at it. That's right. Yeah, Do yeah, we yeah. have a... Is so there a wild... Seattle and Texas. So they're both going to make it. Could there be a wild card it. game to get into the wild card? No, so Seattle and Texas are both going to make it. Because one of them is going to win. Oh, I guess because Houston's Correct. still in there. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Um, yeah. So it's Houston, Seattle, Houston, Seattle, Texas. One of those teams not not making it. Basically, right. um, is how. And I guess Toronto could factor into because they're only one game up on them. Um, and then in the National League, yeah, I mean, like there's a there's the race between the Cubs and the Marlins and the Reds for that last. Yeah, the w- last wild card spot, but it's yeah. not really like a awesome match. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. And this weekend, you don't really have any. I don't think you have any like head to heads like that that will really factor into it. Other than like everyone needs to keep winning. Yeah. I mean, I guess Tampa Bay, Toronto, because yeah. Tampa is still somewhat duking out with Baltimore. Yeah, so not making it's not making your TVs. It sounds no. like okay, no. Um, nothing baseball. We've we've talked enough about baseball. Well, we got Solheim Cup. Solheim, that that's the women's Correct. golf one. It's Ryder the women's Cup. Ryder Cup. If you will, will you watch that? Uh, I'll look at the I'll look at the scores. We we win that right? Well, we used to. Oh, because we yeah. the, it's a world event. No, 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 it's still Europe. Okay, so the Koreans yeah. can't participate, Correct. right? Because the, the Koreans yes, are we, very good. We would lose that. Yeah. Okay. But Europe is the yeah. girl who goes to Stanford who's really good. Is she American? Uh, Rojang? Yeah, Rose. Yeah. Yes. She's Rose, American, yes. right? Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. Her and... Uh, and Rachel Heck. Yeah, Rachel Heck. Um, but Rose, Rachel, Rose has turned pro. Yeah, Rachel has not turned pro yet. Um, all right, so Friday, while you're driving to, Na- you're driving to Nashville... It's a loaded slate, baby. Um, we've got 6 o'clock, Wisconsin at Purdue on mm. FS1. 6.30, NC State at UVA... On uh, ESPN. Then we got Boise State at San Diego State, 9.30 on CBS Sports Network. CBS Sports Network. Get an early look mm-hmm. at uh, who Memphis is playing a week from Saturday uh, at the at Simmons Mag Liberty Stadium. And then we've got Air Force at San Jose State, 9.30 on FS1. So Wisconsin, Purdue. That game is actually so- not that bad. That game's somewhat interesting to me. Because I still am not in this camp of Luke Fickle was this type of slam dunk at Wisconsin. And it's only his first year. I understand though. that. But, like, I don't know. I just I don't have the Luke Fickle gene like everyone else does. He won at Cincinnati where, guess what? Every coach has always won at Cincinnati except for Tommy Tuberville, who was only there to cash a paycheck. He was literally stealing. Everyone else has won there. Butch Jones won there. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Every coach has won at Cincinnati. And when he hired Phil Longo, that was the first indicator to me, like, uh-oh, 
I'm not I'm not sold on this. All right. Well, so that's the that's the best matchup of the night there. So yeah, you know, it's an okay Friday night, I guess. Saturday's good enough for you, you know get, what? You're getting two power. You can't predict which power five teams are going to be good and not good in a given year. And on top of that, like you need to rest up. Yeah, yeah, you needed a correct. You need a night to to rest up. All right, rest up, get hydrated. Here we go. The big day, Saturday. I mean, what a day! Hashtag so just, blessed. Just to just so everyone's aware, you've got four. Is this? We've got four TVs. Definitely. Yep. Can we can get a fifth screen if we need it? Right. We we can. I will say this. I think they actually did a pretty good job spacing these out. Okay. So I don't really know. Like you, can, you don't think you're going to need the fifth screen, correct? But if like you can get, it's like what an iPad or a laptop or something like laptop, that. Laptop. Uh, we do have an. Uh, we found an iPad that my wife apparently oh, really? so packed we could, up. We could go to six. We could. That's it's at a certain much. point though. Like you're better off just going and getting the Apple TV because enough of those games are going to be on ESPN. Mm. You're better off just putting the Apple TV ESPN app quad box. Ah. Uh, okay. You know what I mean. Because okay. at a certain point, the six screens, the thing that works about the four TV setup is everything's in front of you. Mm. Yeah, so you don't have to move your eyes. Correct. Interesting. All right. 11 a.m. kicks. What are we going to put on the screens, Jeffrey? Mm. Here's the lineup. Number four, Florida State at Clemson, 11 a.m. ABC. Number 16, Oklahoma at Cincinnati, 11 a.m. Fox. Auburn at Texas A&M, 11 a.m. ESPN. Rutgers at number two, Michigan, 11 a.m. Big Ten Network. Army at Syracuse, 11 a.m. ACC Network. Kentucky at Vanderbilt, 11 a.m. SEC Network. Virginia Tech at Marshall. Is Wells playing? Uh, He has not been practicing. So Uh, he doesn't even get to play in his own revenge game? 11 a.m. ESPN 2. And he was listed as an or on the depth chart for the first (laughs) time. Oh, boy. Uh... SMU at TCU, 11 a.m. FS1. Tulsa at Northern Illinois, 11 a.m. CBS Sports Network. Oh, my God. Northern Illinois is favored. Holy hell. How bad is Tulsa? Uh, they look bad. Because Northern Illinois is not good as a MAC team. Mm-hmm. It sounds like this, Tul- is, this isn't Dave Dorn's Northern Illinois anymore. Yeah. With Jordan Lynch out there throwing the pill around. Um, yeah. So those are your early Mac games. Tebow. What are the? This is the weakest of the three windows, I would say. I like this window, really. Yes, I still think it's the we. It should. It's more a reflection of how good the other yeah, two windows are. Do you want the best part of your tasting meal menu to be the appetizers? It's still good, <laughs> but we got to save room. We got nine courses coming up today, <laughs> like with a uh, wine pairing. Yeah, that's true. And right. we said, give us the up. Charge wine pairing. Give yeah. us the good one. Give us the good wine. Yeah, yeah give us that good wine. All, All right. right. TV1's Florida State Clemson. Okay. I am fascinated by yeah, this Yeah, I think it's an underrated game this weekend. This line makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. You see the number four team in the country, and I get it. They're on the road, but they're only a sh- two-point favorite. Like that. Would this be, I know it's, I know Clemson isn't ranked, but symbolically, would it be a bigger win than LSU? For Florida State, yeah, I think so because I think it would be, I think it's is it seven straight because this would be the official declaration we're the best in the ACC this year. Like I know they're ranked higher in Clemson loss, but you got you know you got to knock them off right to really try try to take if you really want to claim that title. I, is it seven straight years they've won Clemson? Yes, something like that. I think the last year they won was Jameis. 
I think the last year they won. Well, was did just... Clemson win? La- didn't Pitt win a year? The COVID year. So the last time that Florida State won was yeah, it was 2014. They won in overtime. That was the Jameis. 24- I remember it. I was in four. This Worth. is the year where Florida State was undefeated and made the playoff and got killed by Oregon. Mm-hmm. It was the year after the national title. Yes. Where even though they were undefeated, you sit there the whole they time. Kept, you're like, yeah, every Man. Game. I remember I was I went I covered a game in Tallahassee. They they played UVA in one of those games where it was like UVA was up early in the third quarter and then like. Well, this was the year Jameis got. Remember he got suspended for like the crab legs thing, right? Well, he got suspended for the game and then he dressed out and and Jimbo like. Looks at him on the side like, "What the hell are you doing?" That uh, team, that, that team, yeah, that team was in. It was honestly probably one of Jimbo's best jobs that he got them undefeated to the national championship game. That team actually deserves a thirty for thirty yeah. because that we didn't like in real time because they were the defending national champions. I don't think we appreciated just like how insane everything. Oh, was. I, I feel like I was covering the ACC at that point. I feel like there was a lot of. Holy hell, this is like a lot of national reporters flew into Tallahassee to like, yeah. chronicle the foibles of Jameis Winston. It was Winston the Crab and, Lakes and it was like the effer in the pu- effer in the pee, right? Yeah. 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 Um, it Big was, save there by me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dennis didn't need to mm-hmm. press that button. All right. Um, so what, what that's are you That's TV1. That's TV1. You left out a key part of the SMU TCU game. What's that? First off, Battle of the Iron Skillet. Yes. Secondly, TCU is not scheduling SMU anymore. Oh, that's true. You're Remember, right. you want to be a game. big boy, act like a big boy. Yeah, no. Which and, I guess that means S- don't S- schedule S- good teams. SMU TCU's like president. I guess this week came out against like how NILs run wild, oh, yeah. and SMU views that as like a shot at them because like they, they feel you know like now that now that they're on equal ground as TCU. TCU is the TCU uh, president aware of how his team made the national title game last year? <laughs> And how that roster turned over immediately? Uh, is he is he aware? Sonny's just a good recruiter. Yeah, Jeffrey. that's that's Sonny's it. Just, uh-huh. We hired the right coach. All right. Can we can we ask all these presidents stop being blowhards on this? Like, if your team's good, they're doing it. Like that's let's just start with that baseline. <laughs> they're doing it. Yes. <laughs> uh, Gene Smith. <laughs> Did you hear what Gene Smith said about the, they're paying the five thousand dollars for visit? No, remember I told you yesterday. I was like, uh, "Yeah, that was going on before NIL." Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. TV. So TV two is TCU SMU. So really? no, 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 no. TV two is Auburn Texas A and M. Okay. So for those also that don't know the other storyline in this game, first off, Hugh Freeze's first SEC game okay. back, but also. The athletic director at Texas A&M is Ross Bjork, mm-hmm. who was the athletic director oh, yeah. at Ole Miss. Who got rid of Kurt Hugh well, Freeze. They, well, they were in cahoots, but he, yeah. he was forced. He was ultimately it, the one on the press release. Now, Freeze has held a grudge, but I would remind Hugh this. Hugh is – Ross could have easily called up a reporter and given everything. Everything. Well, and Hugh would not be working today. Well, the other thing is, is that it it's also on the flip side. If A and M, this is a home game for A and M. If they lose this game to Auburn, it really oh, gets it, uncomfortable it for Jimbo. I'm also not ready. I think there's too much of a hop on A and M's terrible right now. I think mm-hmm. that vibes out there. Mm-hmm. I think it's entirely possible. Like A and M played poorly against Miami, and Miami's got good players. 
So I think it's possible A&M's still good. And to me, this will be a decent test because Auburn's got a good enough defense. They're terrible on offense, but Auburn's got a good enough defense. If A&M's good, they win this game pretty comfortably. All right, TV3. TV3. Come on. Come on. Come on. You want it? You Come want the Grant on. Will- but if he's not playing, I don't care. If Grant Wells well, is not gonna, playing. I wasn't saying that one. Well, uh, there's two games in that game, well, and there's another game that I think. Spo- can we? You've got insight in for- into this. Mm-hmm. Virginia Tech is going to Marshall and is an underdog. Well, it's it's always when Virginia Tech plays Marshall, it's always an it's always a uh, emotional game because the guy, one of the people who died in the plane, plane crash. crash at Marshall, was Frank's best friend, Frank Beamer's best friend. It's always very emotional. Okay, but when Virginia but Tech goes to Marshall, my larger point is: is Virginia Tech like gonna ask the question? Did we like maybe hire a defensive coordinator because we were so mad at? Like, no, excuse me. Right now. We were so mad at Justin Fuente, who, by the way, how do you like him now? Well, there. That we hired a defensive line coach. The rationalization, I think, going on there now is that we were in such a deep hole because of what happened. You know, like, it's hard to get out of. That's what they're trying to sell. He is recruiting okay, but. um, It's not showing. They're going to Marshall and they're an underdog. No, no, it's not. They are having a. I would say like crisis moment as a fan base. They're like, are we, they're having like an identity crisis of like, are we like, is it over? Is it was it was this really just a Frank Beamer phenomenon? You know, and we're back to what we were pre Frank. Frank Beamer phenomenon, and then on top of that, the gap between you could make up Virginia Tech not being the biggest of big boys. Yeah, in the era that they were really good. The gap was not as wide. Like it, yes. it didn't take as much money to. They probably made a mistake in that they probably, like 10, 15 years ago, could have gone to the SEC. Correct. And they didn't. And they, because they liked the ACC. They liked, you know, Frank always said, like, this is the conference we're supposed to be in, like the ACC. And um, they don't have, like, if you compare them to, like other ACC schools, they don't have nearly as much money as these other ACC schools. All right, so the game you want me to put at game three. If Grant Wells is playing, I got to at least watch. Yeah, the Grant Wells return to Marshall. Because Mar- I feel like he's not going to play. No, but like, think about the Marshall fans that every time Wells throws an incompletion, like, just are just going to like, yeah, that's, told y'all. Yeah. See? And what's TV for? So, no, that's, that, let's be real. Okay. I guess I got to do it. Am I going to watch if Greg Schiano? Yes, come can on, Rutgers. It's Jim Harbaugh's Harbaugh. return. Well, not only first off is Harbaugh going to show up in cleats. That's always number one because like he's going to be so ready to go. Oh yeah, he's warming up with the team. Oh yeah, no, he's throwing with the QBs he is, tomorrow. He is warming that's up with the team. Or Saturday, 100%. cleats on. Yep. And then secondly, the other thing that's interesting to me about this game is he might even he might even tap the banner this time. Harbaugh will somehow will sometimes. Like when he can sense. Oh, by the way, I forgot Western Kentucky at Troy on ESPN. That's a good G five game. Yeah. Um, but Harbaugh, when he like can sense this is a classic Big Ten punt to win game, he somehow gets roped into those. It happens more like when they play Iowa because it's like, oh, this is a game I remember, the Iowa game. Like mm-hmm. this is how it's supposed to be. Like six to three. Can Shiano pull him into that? Because that is interesting to me. Yeah, it's at the big house. It's, it's I know, but he pulled him into this a couple of years ago. 
We'll see. It'll be interesting, uh, his return, if anything happens there. All right, the 2.30, the midday window. Uh, lots of big games here, Jeffrey. Um, 2.30 on ABC. There's really only two, right? Number 19, no, Colorado at number 10, Oregon. The big game for Dion, 3-0 and versus 3-0. and um, Did you see Dion yesterday? What's that? Uh... Oh, he said. Well, he said Shador's not going to go to the draft. No, 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 no. But Dion yesterday was doing the uh, overly respecting the opponent. Mm. I got whiffs of Dion could maybe sense. We 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 ain't winning this. Yeah, one. yeah. Because Dan Lanning said he's Correct. not backing off anything. And that was he what said. they tried to bait. They tried to the reporters tried to bait him on. Yeah, was that comment? He went like overly. Mm. praising Oregon, mm. and I was like... He saw the film. I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he does not like their chances. Uh, so you got that game. You got number 22, UCLA, at number 11, Utah, 230 on Fox. Maybe Cam Rising's return? Maybe. Number 15, Ole Miss, at number 13, Alabama, 230 CBS. Number 20, Miami, at Temple, 230 ESPN2. BYU at Kansas, 230 ESPN. Maryland at Michigan State, 2.30 NBC. Uh, Louisiana Tech at Nebraska or Florida Atlantic at Illinois on Big Ten Network. Uh, Duke at UConn, 2.30 CBS Sports Network. And uh, UTSA at number 23, Tennessee, 3 o'clock SEC Network. Oklahoma State at Iowa State, 3 o'clock FS1. Gross. Look, <laughs> Rice guys. At, well, you th- want point total is thirty five and a half. Rice at USF three o'clock ESPNU. Rice is a road favorite. When is the last time that's happened? <laughs> um, I think that's it. The rest are ESPN pluses. Our CW game. I guess well, you, it, you forgot Texas Tech West Virginia. Oh yes, excuse. Well, that's a plus game. Well, yes. I, I think it's like the FS. I think it's their Bally's deal. It's like a Bally, they, yeah. Texas Tech at West Virginia two thirty. Uh, 5.30, Georgia Tech at Wake. That's late? Okay, gotcha. All right, so that's your 2.30 window, uh, Jeffrey. What I, I think there's three, as you pointed out, three obvious choices, right? All right, so TV1 is Ole Miss and Alabama. Okay, so you're not giving Colorado TV1. No. You don't wanna, I yeah. don't think it's going to be a good game. Okay. I, I just I, It's getting a TV. And so Are you that, betting on that game? Are you going to bet against Dion? I don't. I don't want him to know. I don't believe. Okay. <laughs> I don't want Dion to know that. TV two is Utah UCLA. I think that's yeah. That's a good football game. Did you did you see what what Chip Kelly said in response to the USC stuff? Oh, there. No one is. No one is. So I've got some UCLA fans uh, that are like my, my group chat. They were loving this when they told because when, USC sucks up so much oxygen like and they were just they loved it because when, everyone's like god these guys an idiot when they told uh they told Chip Kelly that Lincoln Riley had suspended a reporter for two weeks he goes you can do that <laughs> yeah it's like is he play for me uh USC apparently can do it um I think that's a good football game perhaps the return of Cam Rising but also UCLA's freshman quarterback the guy from Detroit uh, when he mm-hmm. committed to Michigan at one point, uh, what's his name? Yeah, uh, I think you're right. Don, is it Dante Moore? It's he, he's been playing like this is another problem of when you don't watch games with sound. He's been he's been rotating with one of the garbage. Dante Moore, is yeah, correct. Dante Moore. 
He's been rotating with one of the Garbers. I can't remember if it's Chase Garbers or Chase's brother. But when you're rotating with one of the Garbers, like Garbers shouldn't be playing. When that guy plays, he's electric. He committed. By the way, he committed to Oregon in Oregon. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but Michigan had somebody. Like I remember, like there's Michigan had someone already, but that was the other because he's from Detroit. Gotcha. Uh, that game's fascinating to me because last year UCLA like really popped Utah, and I'm curious to know like Utah, I think is getting a lot out of that Florida win, but I'm still not like sold that Utah is any different than they've been the last couple of years, which is like a good, tough football team. But I'm I'm curious about that one. And then the Ole Miss-Alabama game is unbelievably fascinating to me. By the way, Lane Kiffin, Saban also thinks he's a tremendous coach. Correct. In addition to Dion. What is amazing is Nick Saban is doing like uh, Ole Miss Respect Week while mm-hmm. Kiffin's out here just like lighting, just throwing every ounce of gas that he can find. I think I think I think so, Bama wins. I think okay, people but, are discounting. Okay, Bama. but here's the thing Bama that too quickly. I I do agree with you. The idea of Bama's all of a sudden dead, I do think is, but that's the reason why this game's fascinating to me. Yeah, no, it's it, it, you're right because if there is someone that would love to bury Saban and put like the the final straw, if you will, mm-hmm. it would be Kiffin. Yeah, and he's been like weirdly cocky. Mm. So, on the one hand, it makes me go, he thinks they're going in and winning. Or, it's on the other hand, it's just troll lane troll. Mm. Okay, so that's TV2. What's three and four? Uh, three is Colorado, Oregon. TV4, uh, give me BYU, Kansas. I actually think that'll be a good football game. Interesting. Not, Two not, undefeated. Not UTSA, Tennessee? Two undefeated. Okay, All right. I, I, I give you that. All right, if it was it should be ranked first rank, but you won't rank uh, Kansas. The evening window, and BYU. evening window, oh my god, six o'clock. Oh my god, on. Uh, Let me turn my Texas Day Brazil card to green. Six o'clock on Fox. <clears throat> Oregon, number fourteen, Oregon State, number twenty at number twenty one, Washington my State. We got on ESPN six o'clock, Arkansas at number twelve, LSU. Mentioned five thirty on the CW, Georgia Tech at Wake Forest. Uh-huh. Um. Let's see here. Six thirty on ABC. Number three at number three Texas at Baylor. Six thirty NBC. Number six Ohio State at number nine Notre Dame. Six thirty CBS. Number twenty four Iowa at number seven Penn State. Six uh, thirty ESPN two UAB at Georgia. Um, the Big Ten Network split Akron at Indiana or. Minnesota at Northwestern, uh, SEC Network at 6.30, Mississippi State at South Carolina, 7 o'clock on ACC Network, UNC at Pitt, 7 o'clock FS1, UCF at Kansas State. Okay, so that was going to be my game of the year. That U- was going to be Kansas State? John Rice, pl- my bet of the year. Okay. It was going to be the, the I was say, nucle- game of the year. when No, nuclear whistle. Like, I'm putting everything that I own on this game. Because it was going to be John Rice Plumley versus Kansas State's defense and a one-dimensional quarterback against Kansas State's defense, but Plumley's hurt, so I just moved it. Th- I just threw it out. Like okay. we're done. Moving on. TV one. Ohio State Notre Dame. I'm mm. fascinated by this game because on the one hand, this feels like the least hyped Ohio State team I can remember, and on the other hand, you've got Notre Dame, which like might be for real good. 
And, like, to me, this is, like, I'm going to find out. One of these two teams is a title contender on Saturday night. All right, TV2? TV2. I will go. Oh, I forgot 630 ESPNU. Memphis at Missouri. Totally forgot. Yeah. Memphis in St. Louis against so, Missouri. I really wish that game were at 11. I, because yeah, I need better, it, yeah like, you'd get more tension. Yeah, it's well, going to get lost in the shuffle. But, right? like, also, personally for me, it's like, this menu is so good that mm-hmm. I would, I'm going to have to, like, watch and focus on that to, like, be able to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I really wish that it weren't in this window. TV2, give me my beefs. Oregon State at Washington yes. State. I think that's a fantastic ranked versus, game. Ranked versus ranked. Uh, TV3, Memphis. Oh, I also forgot 6 o'clock CBS Sports Network, App State at Wyoming. Did you mention Iowa, Penn State? Yes, I did. The Punt Fest? Yes, Iowa, Penn State is uh, on there, CBS. TV3, Memphis, uh, Missouri. Because I also have CBS back this week. That's nice. Mm-hmm. And then I guess TV4, give me, give me Arkansas LSU. So it's Ohio State. Notre Dame. Yes, I'm so fired up for that game. What was your second one there? My beeps. Oh, Oregon State, Washington yeah. State, Memphis, Missouri, and then um, Arkansas, LSU. All right, the late window. And then we're monitoring Penn State, Iowa. Like the, That's a flip around time. Uh, late window, 930, number yeah, five, USC. The, nothing matters. Okay, nothing matters. Get to the NFL. Okay, NFL, your early window on Sunday. It is gross. Indy at Baltimore. Woo-hoo! Tennessee at Cleveland. Atlanta at Detroit, New Orleans at Green Bay, Houston at Jacksonville, Denver at Miami, Chargers at Minnesota, New England at the Jets, Buffalo at Washington. So if there's ever been a day oh, sold out, Washington. If there has ever been a day for the red zone to be invented, this is that window. Mm-hmm. This is the I don't even know how you'd pick like like if you had oh, to come on, there's there's something Buffalo Washington is the best game. Well, agreed. But I have a Sophie's Choice game of the year. Mm-hmm. Do I bet on Kirk Cousins or do I, know, I bet yeah. against Justin Herbert? That's an intriguing Herbert? game. That what, is, the Chargers those, or the Vikings are going to be 0-3. Well, they could be 0-2-1. Oh. They could be 0-2-1. <laughs> so that's there's two. What's the third game if one of them is going to be red zone? Uh, I guess Broncos-Dolphins? Not Atlanta-Detroit? Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta Detroit is the that's TV four. Okay, right. uh, that's also a game that the Falcons don't play games you want to watch. The Falcons play games you want to just scoreboard watch. Late window is Carolina at Seattle, Dallas <laughs> at Arizona, Chicago at Kansas City. Week week late window. That might be when I'm most afternoon the window. Week afternoon window. Your Sunday night game is Pittsburgh at the Raiders. Mm. And then we get two Monday night games again. Mm. Philly at Tampa, and then the Rams at Cincinnati. <sighs> so Saturday's going to be awesome. Saturday's Saturday's going to be awesome. Gonna be awesome. You know, I, it's, yeah, it's going to be awesome to talk to Eric Hastein. We're going to get his thoughts on what Evan Turner said. Moving the Grizzlies to Nashville? Come on. Come on. We'll talk to Eric Hastein next. You're listening to Giannato and Jeffrey on 92.9 FM ESPN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Eric, are you going to be using black tie moving to move to Nashville after Evan Turner said you need to move the Grizzlies to Nashville? Who said what? Who? <laughs> yeah, I, I knew. I'm telling you, Eric, Eric got off social media, yeah. and I was like, you know what? I guarantee, like, I was thinking in my head, I go, he hasn't even seen this clip. So on JJ Reddick's podcast, it was an exquisite, uh, con- exquisite conference of blowhards. JJ Reddick, Evan Turner, and Mr. Iguadala. Um, and oh, they were, God. JJ used the prompt, like, what other city other than Seattle would you like to see an NBA team? Honestly, basically saying, like, from expansion. Yeah, like, what great city, what, what, name a great city. Correct. Rather than, uh, you know, rather than, he didn't say, like, right, who should we like, take a team away from? And Evan Turner just comes in from the top ropes, like, they should take the Grizzlies, move them from Memphis, and move it to Nashville. And so, like, it was just, I don't know, it, it's the classic, like, I feel like, though, we only do this with the NBA. Like, we don't talk about, we got to get your Packers out of Green Bay. We don't talk about, like. Well, because every owner's making so much money. Every game's sold out just about, even in cities where it's not sold. Well, look what happened to the Raiders. They had to get them out of Oakland. The NFL's moved more teams recently than the NBA has. Right. So you you move the Raiders out because the stadium's, falling apart it's decrepit it was built in the 60s renovated it's just, it just wasn't conducive to making nfl money i mean like just as someone who had been to a raiders game at the coliseum or o.co monster.com whatever company was dumb enough to write them a check to name it this year um, i i don't even think they, they got did. one this year Coliseum. Well, no, they they, they didn't. But Wasn't it Network Associates well, Coliseum been, at it, one point? Network it, Associates Coliseum. Overstock.com. Coliseum. Yeah, Overstock. The O.co Coliseum. So I had been there. I went to a Cowboys game uh, as soon as they opened things up after the uh, the pandemic, and I just walked around and I just I chuckled, and the person I was with said, "What are you laughing at?" I said, "If I showed you where the Raiders." are moving from to Las Vegas, you would totally understand why they're moving to Las Vegas seeing this. Um, 
And, and you know, it was the same thing with it's why the Rams left it, when they were playing in Pasadena and, and playing at, at, you know, what's now whatever the Angels Stadium, Angels Stadium. And when they were then, you know, at times the Raiders were playing in the L.A. Memorial Coliseum. Yeah. That's not, it's not conducive for these owners to make the type of money they can. Let's be honest about it. It's a it's a money game when corporations will buy suites, will pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for the right to send 20 people to a football game, have it catered, people go in. I mean, even you go to Nissan Stadium, it's it's not awful. It's just older, and they're building them a new one, and Oakland refused to do that. So, um, to you know, so I see that stuff, and then you hear, guys, like, look, first of all, think about the three guys we're talking about. Evan Turner, always, you know, I don't have a problem with guys' voice and their opinion. Andre Iguodala is talking about, ah, I just don't want to be traded to Memphis. They're not going to be. Well, lo and behold, they're good. And you end up, you know, missing an opportunity to play with an exciting young superstar. But if he doesn't want to live in Memphis, if he chooses that's his route, he's well within his rights. I have no problem with it. I have no problem with him voicing his displeasure, like voicing his opinion about that. But to to me, to to make those statements about a team that's established and it's not it's not you're not talking expansion. That's irresponsible because all that's going to do is really just create. If there's nothing behind it, if you're just saying it, boy, well, hell, I would love if we played in the Bahamas and we had a beautiful new facility uh, and played there for like five games, so we could just go to the Bahamas for a week. If you're just talking about your personal preference is the city of Nashville over Memphis, you're entitled to that. But talking about moving a team, that's where I just go, come on, man, like that's silliness. Uh, the, the arena here is beautiful. Um, I get it, though. You know, people are going to say that. I, the, the NBA, to me, I think they have to examine where it's working, where it's not by the numbers before you talk about expansion. Because in my opinion, there's a couple cities that are teetering on three or four, you know, one or two, possibly three bad seasons in a row of really struggling to put people in the stands. And when that happens, and if you can't keep players there, you know, Vegas and Seattle are, are seemingly the prime choices. When the Vegas WNBA team is selling tickets, when the hockey team is standing room only. Now, granted, the NHL set them up for success. Yes, they made let's them good. Yeah. The NH- let's, be, let's be honest about what the NHL did. They knew they were expanding to Vegas. They said, if we make this a bad product and they can't get good for years, it is going to fail miserably. So, in our expansion draft, you can protect these guys – but if you protect two defensemen, you can only protect six more guys. So they were getting frontline guys, and their television voice is a friend of mine. He goes, I looked at the roster, and I went, you're kidding. This is an expansion team. This is a playoff team. And I said, you really think so? He goes, yeah, we're going to be really good. And now they've hoisted a cup. But having gone to some of those games, the thing about Vegas, when you, if you brought an expansion team, their big slogan with the hockey team, and they kind of throw this at Raider fans, is Vegas born, meaning it was it started here. It wasn't somebody else's and we got it. It started here. So to see what they're going to do with the A's, the Raiders are always going to sell tickets because it's a once-a-week event. And let's be honest, if you're sitting in the middle of a, a, a snowy weather city, I'm not going to say which one, and you're playing the Raiders on a Sunday in December and you can fly and go to Vegas for the weekend, catch your favorite football team, and fly home Monday – that's a, that's intriguing to a lot of people. Well, and so, it's it's also been a way for them to sell season tickets because a lot of these people that are Vegas locals buy season tickets and then they sell them to other fans and they make a ton of money because the tickets are priced so high. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, there's no question. And look, there's a lot of people I know that live out there that Airbnb their houses with yeah. the tickets. They do a package deal. They're like, okay, look, you don't have wow. to stay on the Vegas Strip. We live in Summerlin. We have a beautiful four-bedroom home with a pool. If you want the casino life, here's Red Rock and the JW Marriott, which are not on the Strip. They all have great entertainment. They all have great restaurants. We got great golf courses. You can make a weekend of it, whether it's a bachelor party, a family trip, your fantasy football team, you name it. And people are doing that. Like, hey, if I, if I had the money, I would have a vacation home in – Summerlin with Raiders season tickets and make it a package deal. All right, cool. Give me 400 a night for the house, buy the tickets, and four guys can come here. So every guy that is chipping in 100 a night for the house and buying their ticket, and you're you're walking to the bank every weekend. You know, it's, it's beautiful. We're talking to Eric Hasseltine from the Memphis Grizzlies Radio Network here on 92.9 FM ESPN. Eric, you bring, we talk about all this, the, the, Evan Turner comment is just random, whatever. Who's Evan Turner? Let's be honest. Um, in the yeah, grand scheme of things. You mean a number two pick who never made an all-star game? Yeah, that Evan Turner? Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, but it does come up at the same, you know, in, in around the same time as this, you know, we're having this, the, the talk of the, uh, you know, FedEx Forum renovations and Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium, all that stuff. But I'm curious your 10,000-foot view on the situation just from what you, I know, there's certain things you probably can't wade into, but I'm just curious your thoughts on how you know what you're seeing from afar, if you will, uh, on the arena front. Well, I mean, look, I still think when I go to other arenas, I still think FedEx Forum's a pretty special place to watch a basketball game. There are some things in there that when they were designed uh, back in, you know, the initial design coming, whether it was 01 or 02, how, but it didn't open till 04, that now – you got to fix obviously up front you had a restaurant bar idea that that didn't quite fly i love the caesar sportsbook sports bar um i think it's great i think you go in there but you've got to figure out a way to make that work as best you can uh during non-event nights and and that's a tough thing to do i mean it's crazy you go to and again, they change the names on these places. Where the Brewers play their games, it's like Century Loan. It's like American Stadium. Century, I think. The I mean, art. The, yeah. I always just say the artist formerly known as Miller Park. Yeah, yeah. The artist formerly known as Miller Park. We went last year to a game in October there, which it, it blew my mind. Sandy Alcantara, for those not familiar, was going to win the NL Cy Young. Corbin Burns, the starter for the uh, for the Brewers, was right on his heels. Best pitching matchup you could have asked for in like two months, and we bought seats down the third baseline for thirty-five bucks a piece, like on on a ticket window. Me, Brad Jones, and Jason March went and just Ubered out from our hotel. But I looked at the restaurants at this place, and they said we're open year-round. I went, who in their right mind in Milwaukee drives out to the stadium to go to the restaurant? And someone said, you know what? It's actually a place where a lot of people come watch basketball, like. There's not a lot of houses right around the stadium, but they're in that area, and they made it attractive to go there after. So, they're gonna, I mean, they're always thinking. The guys in the front office with the Grizzlies are some of the smartest human beings I've ever been around. So they're always trying to think of what to do. So I, to be honest with you, I don't know about the, the renovations. I don't even know what the lease situation is with the city, how these things work. Usually to get, you know, like let's just take Evan Turner's idea. To have a team that's willing to relocate, you need a couple of things. A fan base that's completely given up on them, that hasn't happened here. And an arena that's falling apart, that certainly hasn't happened here. So you don't really meet the criteria. You know, you had in Sacramento an arena that was falling apart that had no real modern way of revenue streaming, 
and a fan base that was fed up with paying high ticket prices, some of the highest in the league because of the income nature in, in California, and a team that couldn't play dead in the Western. You know, they just weren't very good. And they made mistakes in the draft, and they passed on guys they shouldn't have, i.e. Damian Lillard, and went with other guys that they shouldn't have, and, you know, it just didn't work. Now that they're good again, the league stepped in, saved them from moving. That's why it's named David Stern Way, where the arena is, because he stepped in and said, you're not moving. And then they got good, and now you can't get a ticket to a Kings game. You just can't. It's, it's, it's tough. I tell my friends now, I said, hey, it used to be easy for me to get you guys tickets. I'd allow a couple phone calls to people I knew at the, at the team, and they had some extras. Now I got, like, this is what the allotment is that I get from our team, the guys that turn them in that aren't going to use them in sack. The, the people take good care of me. But it's a, it's a much smaller number than it used to be. So you don't have that here. So looking at it from, you know, a, a distance – I just think anybody worrying about this, you're you're worrying about nothing until there's a real threat. And again, if your team is good, and let's be honest, this team's good. This team's really good, and they're going to be even better this year. Granted, the first 25 games will be a challenge, but you know what team hasn't lost a guy for 10, 15, 20 games during a season that's a key member of their rotation? Usually, even Milwaukee's lost Giannis for stretches, and uh, Joel Embiid's been out for Philadelphia for stretches. So you just got to get through it. You got to find a way to get through it, and, and you know the situation, and you got to find a way to move past that and get the focus back on basketball. No, I think that's a it's a good point you bring up. Like I was thinking about it, like really, it feels like you mentioned David Stern in Sacramento. It feels like since Seattle moved, you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.